The following episode was recorded on the 25th of September 2019. Sat round a table in Suffolk, England, UK Fitcher. Hope you enjoy. Warning! Warning! This episode contains swearing. So, if you don't like words any stronger than spanner or ragamuffin, then maybe this podcast isn't for you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Series 2, Episode 9 of the Behind the Medal podcast. With me, Gary Damer. And me, Dean Smith. So, we have a guest for you today, dear listener. Now, I know when you're sat at home, before a big race, or as you're embarking on this crazy game, that is stamina sport, you're thinking, there is one guy that I need to hear from. And that is the international recording artist, Ed Sheeran. Um, so here he is. How He's you doing? never done a marathon in his life. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. 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 This is the key thing. There's yeah, always Well, time. I'm now running. I'm now running. You're now running? Yeah. But you've, you've had a history of, of running before, though. We've spoken about running across the years. Because we met a few years ago. That, a long time ago. Yeah. 12 was, years ago. 12 years ago. 12 years ago. Who would have thought we'd be here in your pub? <laughs> <laughs> talking on uh, a podcast that is about stamina sports. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, I didn't, I, didn't ru- I didn't run, I didn't even touch exercise for a very long time. I kind of, uh, I was really into sports as a kid mm. and then started music and started smoking. And then yeah. it all kind of went out the window. And then I stopped smoking three years ago. And then ever since then started exercising was and now I love it. Long as three years ago, stopped yeah. smoking. That's ace, man. Yeah, well, two, yeah, two years, 10 months, probably. Something right. like well, that. congratulations for that first and foremost. And mm. um, what did you do when you were a kid then? What sports were you, were you doing when you were a kid? Uh, football, 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 um, rugby a little bit, um, but yeah, not, yeah, probably just football. Yeah, I was, I played for the, um, Framtown FC. Did you really? Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> big yeah. up the Frammers. Big up the Frammers. I actually wore a Framtown FC shirt on my last Ipswich gig, oh, cute. but it's, uh, white and green stripes. So oh. everyone thought it was a Celtic shirt. <laughs> <laughs> not so much. Yeah. Not no. so much. No, I remember, um, when I saw you, uh, it'll have been, oh, you'll have to probably remind me of the date here. But remember when the uh, volcanic, volcanic ash cloud kicked off and you got stuck in America? Oh, yeah, 2010. 2010. April. Yeah. I remember you were texting me or, and you said, oh, I've got into running, man. Yeah, you were running I up did, and down yeah, the front. I did. Well, I got quite fat, so I just, yeah, I was running. <laughs> but my, d- w- w- weirdly enough, like, uh, my idea of running back then was like mm. 10 minutes. Yeah. I'd literally run for three songs, and then uh, and then that would be, I'd I'd feel I'd feel like my day was done. I was like, yeah, cool, That's a start, isn't it? yeah. But now it's more I do like forty-five minutes in the morning, and then like maybe have a swim or a sit-ups. Do that as well. Nice. So yeah. then, by the end of this, then we can persuade you to do a marathon. Do you know what my my I I didn't even realize I, I, I've got an uncle who you know he's a he's a smoker and he, he's like he's healthy but he's not like in 
He's not like got a six pack and stuff. And mm. he did a marathon maybe like seven or eight years ago. And I went around his house and saw the medal. And I was like, damn, if he can do a marathon, I definitely should at least think about it. I've, I've loads of friends that have done them as well. I just think it's all about it's all about training, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's the discipline of being able to put aside a lot of time really to go out and do it. Isn't it? Time's the one because it just takes up s such a chunk of your day, and then after it, you're too knackered to yeah. do anything after you've just done a 20 mile training run or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for me it would be d yeah doing a 10k first and then. Oh, you always build up. Yeah. Yeah, I've done. I've I think I've done a five before. No, man, if you're running for 45 minutes, you're getting up towards eight, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Well, it's around the field, it's a mile. And yeah, I do like a few times around there. How many? Uh, <laughs> most I've done is 10. That's so rare. yeah, I guess. That's good, man. Yeah. That's 16K. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, that's what, like almost half a marathon? Yeah, 42 is full, isn't it? 42 is full, yeah. A half marathon's 21K. Um, yeah. 13 miles, yeah. So 13.1. So you, you're not you're not far off, man. Cool. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely will. I definitely will. It'll be for me. For me, it's something that um, I want to do a bit later, though. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's one of those things because it's not like going out and playing rugby where you're going to get clattered around. Mm. It's something you do at your own speed. Something that you just sort of train on your own time and pick it up and put it down. I'm d d the thing that I'm most worried about though is is doing it. I'd, I'd have to do it somewhere where a lot of people weren't watching. Right. <laughs> I was going to say this. Where does, because obviously you, we're all aware it's Ed Sheeran, where does Ed Sheeran train for a marathon? Because there's going to be days where you, oh, not even a marathon, but anything, you train for something, um, you're going to be halfway around the run and you're going to be flagging. You might have to, you know, walk home. We've going all done that dreaded walk yeah. home. Go to the shop yeah. and get some water. Someone will yeah. drive right next to you and try and take a selfie, which, yeah. which yeah. happens quite a bit yeah. as well. Yeah. So Mostly on bicycles, actually. <laughs> is that I'll be is? cycling somewhere and someone will like slow to like two miles an hour beside me oh and be God. like, hey, can we get it? Because like, that's not place, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you aware of that being a thing and that's... Yeah, but I think you could. Yeah, I think, but it would just be, it would just be where you, where you do it because you can do marathons all around the world and there yeah. are places in the world where... I could, I could probably get away with it in places like Japan or mm, yeah. China or, you know, somewhere where it's a bit more chilled, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, um, but I, I guess, could you, we were speaking about this before, about you being able to go out and have a pint in the pub and stuff. Could you run around here? And here, yeah, because yeah. I, grew, I grew up here and I know pretty, pretty much everyone within like a five-mile radius. Mm. Um, and any time there's a new person who moves in like it's not that long before i kind of meet them and say hi yeah so um yeah i think i'd be fine around here london yeah. london's a bit different because it's constantly moving and changing london mm. you know people you you could i mean i've moved maybe four or five times in in london to different areas and uh you know you th there's th there's always a new neighbor or yeah. um new people around so yeah, yeah it's a bit it's a bit more difficult in london yeah i guess so so how, do, how does that trend like you just come off a ginormous tour in it so how do you stay fit on tour like that? Uh, you don't really. I mean, I've, I I kind of had to make a real effort on this tour. On the Multiply tour, I kind of ballooned to maybe I'm, what, like 12 stone now? I mm. think I was like 15 or 16 oh, and the Multiply. Wow. And actually, end of the first year of the Divide tour, I was about 15 or 16 stone. It's always America that gets me. America <laughs> in, in, in buses, because you finish a gig in America... You uh, you know, you get like a tray of chicken wings, <laughs> sit in the back of the bus, watch The Simpsons, drink a couple of bottles of wine, but then that's every single day. So yeah. you, it just just piles piles on you. But th this these last two years, because it's been oh sorry, my mic, um, because it's been bigger shows, they take longer to set up, so you have a longer time in between. So yeah. you can 
have a routine then. Yeah. Find a bit of time for training. So, yeah. Yeah. So I have a mate on tour, Nick, that does all my um, uh, video stuff and he's like a fit fitness nut. Um, he's actually one, someone that I know that loves doing marathons. He's the one that did it at three, 38, I think that was his yeah. time. Wow. But uh, so he's he's always active anyway. So I just started going on runs with him. Nice. Yeah. Because remember, I saw you in right at the end of the tour. Uh, you did a couple of shows in Leeds. shows in Leeds. Yeah. yeah. And I came to see you and you asked about how my running was going. And you said you'd been for a few laps around your gig venue that oh, day. Oh, yeah. I did the <laughs> round, round day park. Yeah. I mean, wh 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 wherever you go, there's always a cool place to run. I mean, we yeah. were staying in Iceland about an hour outside of Reykjavik uh, by this huge lake. And, um, it's just amazing to get up in the morning and mm. run for an hour around this lake. And yeah. it's just, I, f I find it just clears it. I've started doing it because when I stopped smoking, I was very aware that my lungs were so full of shit that mm. I needed to clear them out. And there's, you know, gyms, gyms are good, but there's nothing like fresh air to really no. give you a clean out. Big you know? time. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it, that's for me the, the main reason why I started doing it. And I just like, I like doing it as well. There's no way that you can... Like I'm, I've, I've got really into cycling as well, and there's no way that you can like check emails or like watch TV yeah. shows, or you either you're either with someone talking or you're thinking, and yeah. it's a really good thing. That's why I love driving as well. It's yeah. just you're, you're you're completely focused. Do you um, do you point. listen to music when you're out running, or is that like do you need a completely different headspace from work? Do you, you know, do you get podcasts or audio books or? Uh, I would listen to music, but I don't have, I have an iPad and like that's my only thing. <laughs> yeah. So I can't really, you can't really run. There isn't an arm shot. An, an iPad. I did have one of those tiny little iPod shuffles for a while um, that you clip on. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, so I usually just run and without, without music. I think if I did a marathon, I'd definitely want to listen to yeah. music. But well, there's, isn't there there's some sort of purist thing where, you yeah. know, if you're going to do it properly, you're not allowed to listen but to anything. There are some marathons where you're, it says you're not allowed them mm. because they've got to, certainly on, on triathlons as well. Yeah, safety um, reasons. Safety reasons that. if they need to stop you, if an ambulance is coming or whatever, you can't have headphones in. But I always have one just in case on a marathon, do you? Yeah, I need something just to take me away from tuning into the sound of my feet or my breathing because yeah, sometimes bang. it can just take yeah, over yeah, and yeah. I'm listening going, oh, my feet's too heavy. Like I imagine doing that for four hours as well as... Yeah, it drives your potter. I just did a run on the weekend and I had a squeak in my shoe and I hadn't, didn't have any headphones with me and all the way around I was just focusing on this <laughs> fucking squeak yeah. in my shoe. It was doing my head. So yeah, headphones for me. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you listen to? Apart I from listen, obviously this podcast. Apart from this podcast, <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> I listen to music. Music's my thing because we've talked about this loads but certain songs and certain things just take me away into like these flights of fantasy and mm. it mm. takes my mind off the monotony of running. I'd probably go for an audio book, I reckon. An audio book. Yeah. Nice. Because a song, thing? I think with, with, with songs, what, what, what I found when I had the iPod shuffle with, with songs is you kind of count the minutes and hours by the amount of songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. you've like, oh, well, I know that's been three minutes, I know it's been three minutes. Um, I don't know, I got, in, I got into listening to Just William again. Do you remember those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Really liked them. Um, and what, what else did I have on the audio book? Um, do you know what? I started listening to the Game of Thrones books. Oh, cool. And then... Um, Who reads them? Uh, I, I don't read... I literally listened to about five minutes of it and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to read this because I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I just started um, reading the books. But, yeah, I don't know what... Um, have you listened to the um, Alan Partridge books? You know, I've got to admit something. I've never, ever seen oh, Alan really? Partridge yet. <laughs> and I know, I know he's like, based in Norwich and yeah. stuff like that, but it's, I, I just haven't got around to it's it. It's bypassed you. Yeah. It's, it's worth a look, man. It's very funny. But his, the, the books, um, he's got two books, Nomad and 
eye partridge it's called and steve coogan reads them wow um so it's just like another three hours worth of partridge content mate i remember the first time we trained for a marathon i listened to those and you got i got like three hours free energy because i was just pissing myself all the way around <laughs> yeah it was great it was great wow no i, I need to get around to alan partridge it's it, you won't regret it no i know <laughs> I, I love steve coogan as well i love yeah. i love the trip and i've have you seen 24 hour party people yeah well? man yeah 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 i think i think he's great well, that's a big cult manchester thing yeah right? 20, yeah 24 hour man, uh, party people for sure here's a question there was obviously last night i was doing a bit of homework and i was just googling ed sheeran running just to see what would come up and there is a playlist of the top 10 ed sheeran songs to listen to to get you the quickest. No way. Yeah. Is it? Honestly. So I just want to ask, it's the quickest minute per mile that you would run. What, what would you reckon would be the top song to listen to? I'll of give, mine? Yeah, of yours, yeah. Uh, for someone else to run to, right? Yeah. So yeah. if I'm listening to one of your songs, that's going to get me the round quickest. I reckon Castle on the Hill. No. I was going to go Bloodstream. No, it's Don't. Apparently, really? Yeah. Apparently, if you run to Don't, the beats per minute is like a six minute mile. Ah. According to the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, a six-minute mile? Yeah. Good quick grief. that. That's nice. a quick song you've got there, Ed. It's a quick... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm sharing that with you. I just thought it was... Yeah, actually, it would be a lot quicker than Castle on the Hill because it'd be... I mean, Castle on the Hill is... <laughs> Basically, I'd get... I would rather run to Castle on the Hill because it's a bit slower. I think know? I would, yeah. I'd yeah. get halfway around Don't and pass out, I think. Well... I think we. Uh, <laughs> cool. I wouldn't. I would. Yeah. I. I. I haven't really thought about people actually putting me on running playlists. I bet it happens. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. But yeah. I. There'll be some shit remix of like. Yeah. Like a workout remix. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that mate. There's that. That's 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 always. That that always that always gets done to a song. You kind of like make a song, and then I'll be listening to like Magic FM, and there'll be this like yeah. crazy pumping remix. remix. Yeah. yeah. Does it is it about does it drive you mad? Going, why have you done that to my song? Not at all. No, because I think I think that the song at the essence of it is still what I wanted it to be. And like when you have a remix, it just gets it out to more people. And like yeah. you know, the, like there are some songs that I first hear as remixes, and then you go and check them out um, yeah. as the original song. Like who? What's the God, it's, it escapes me. But you know that song, um, wave after wave, wave after oh, wave. Oh, Mr. That's, Probs. That's, yeah, that, that's it, yeah, Mr. Mr. Probs. But that, that was a remix. And yeah. then I went to go back and check the original and then got into him as an artist. So like, there's always... Uh, Gate, gateway remixes. Yeah, it's gateway remixes, yeah. basically, yeah. I like that. An opportunity just to discover the rest of the live. Precisely, yeah. yeah. So bring on Ed remixes. <laughs> yeah. So when, when, you, when you are on tour, you said that it's not necessarily that easy to stay in shape unless Nick's there dragging you around all these these things yeah and, but you you said there that it was um a nice way to sort of escape your ipad and sort of just yeah. go out and focus when i mean i'm not comparing the two but i guess there is a comparison there whenever i've been on tour with a play obviously it's four months versus three years and i'm in darlington as opposed to japan <laughs> so it's it's a different thing but the the sort of the isolation can still feel the same and i think running sometimes tethers me to home and if I ever feel like I'm getting a bit of a, a mental health wobble, certainly in a way of um, like an anxious thing, am I, where am I in the world? What am I doing? Even in fucking Darlington, <laughs> never mind being around the world. That's, that's something that, that does tether me because you're running in the same shoes. You might be listening to the same sort of playlists. Yeah, yeah, um, is, is that something that you feel as well on tour? Like the Not so much that, but I've had it with, um, basically when I was on the Multiply tour, 
you know, being living quite an unhealthy life, uh, not exercising, and also like going out all night partying and then just sleeping on the bus till like 4 p.m. and then getting yeah. up doing a bit of press and promo and then and then doing the show. You kind of, I kind of came out of that whole experience. I'd, I'd done, you know, two years touring and couldn't tell you anything about anywhere that I've been or like, but now like I'll go to somewhere like Iceland and be able to be like, oh, there was this amazing place I spent the day basically walking around it, running around it. I saw all these different things. Then after, afterwards, I went for this beer at this nice restaurant because, mm. you know, you kind of worked up an yeah. appetite for a beer after a run. And it's a nice way for me to see a country. See the I world, yeah. Even if it's just a tiny part of it. Just mm. just the, the very fact of having an excuse to, to, to get out. I mean, at the beginning of this tour... Uh, running's a bit difficult when you're in buses at venues. It's not so now when we tour, we uh, rent a house for me and a load of crew, uh, and it's kind of outside of town, so you can run around there and no one really knows. But when you have a bus at a venue, you can't really run out because there's there loads, loads of people there. Yeah. So we, I had uh, basically we had bikes, so I'd go and cycle around the places, which was also quite nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things when we're booking marathons around the world, we like to make sure that there's. A, a party to be had afterwards. Like we've yep. done Amsterdam. Uh, we've done, where else have we done? Uh, Tromso, Chicago, all these sort of places where you want to go and have a party. But also when we did Madrid uh, in start of this year, mm-hmm. um, we got there on the Friday or whatever and we said, right, we're not going to do like the tourist bus thing until we've done the run because we knew we would see loads of the town on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the marathon. Um, so yeah, it's a, nice, it's a nice way to explore the world. Yeah, really lovely, yeah. And it's you see way more... You probably see way more doing the run as you would if you actually went on the tourist thing. Yeah, because you're actually going step by step rather than just driving to a place and seeing it. I think you appreciate it slightly more as well because you're going, I've earned the right to look at this fucking cathedral that I'm passing by rather than on a bus (laughs) where you're just whizzing past. Well, and in Madrid, you brought a rake of beers on the bus, so you didn't (laughs) see anything anyway. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite place that you've done a marathon at? Good question. My, I think it's between New York. Um, and Chicago, actually. I love Chicago. Chicago is wonderful. It's yeah. a great yeah. place. We have a proper deep dish there. Yeah, wow. we did. What's that place you went to? Giordano's we went oh. to. Man, one slice is like a whole pizza. We ordered one each. Yeah. <laughs> like these pizzas, thinking, ah, oh, we'll get through them. No way. No. We were eating them for like two days. Yeah. I love Chicago. I loved Chicago. Yeah. Brilliant. No, Chicago is brilliant. It's, it's, a, it's a very... Very welcoming to English people, I find. Mm. Yeah, as well. Yeah, well, yeah. they have a lot of Irish over there, don't they? I think yeah. there's like some sort of uni exchange going on with Ireland. I think. Mm. Well, yeah, any, I think any of the, the sort of an eastern uh, towns in America, like Boston and yeah, uh, yeah, and New York, they all have a, an awful lot of um, Irish over there. Yeah. Experts. Do you know the the, the, the pizza yeah. the pizza place we went to? You can actually they freeze them. And then you can ship them over. It's like 40 quid. You fly them over, these pizzas. So it's, you know, you, they're available. If you ever want a deep dish pizza over here. You An can. authentic one. <laughs> yeah, a free, frozen one that's been flown on a plane. I know what to get you for Christmas, Gary, now. A deep dish pizza place. That, that is an amazing present. Because you could just have that in the freezer just every now and then yeah. break off a slice. Yeah, yeah. In it. Yeah. In it. That Did is an idea, actually. Mm. I, I've heard you, like, you throw chip, a rake of chips on a pizza. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've been known to. Is I've that been like some to. kind of well, dirty sandwich? Yeah, I mean, I used to. Th- this was in my fat stage, you know. I used to. Now, I'm kind of like, you know, maybe I'll just have the pizza now rather than chips <laughs> and the pizza. Or it's sweet potato fries this time. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, kind of. I don't know. So yeah, I used to get. D- d- granted, these weren't like. It wasn't like a, a great pizza place. So, but you get a pizza from just a normal like chippy, 
put the chips on it, fold it, and then eat it as a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it does so sound I used good. To, my friends used to call me two dinners Teddy because I used to like literally. <laughs> eat. I actually got given. I've won two eating competitions in in America. Right. Wow. In America, uh, and I've got yeah, I've got two T-shirts inside. One was for eating this pasta. I'd eaten more pasta at this place than anyone else had eaten, so they gave me a T-shirt um, <laughs> for it. And then one was an ice cream eating competition. Oh my and god! I, ate, uh, I, I, can't, I don't even. This is like 2013. It was actually near where Taylor lives in uh, Rhode Island, and we walked past, and there was I was I was with my brother and Taylor, and her brother, and uh, they were um, <laughs> kind of looked in the window, and it was like ice cream eating competition. And I was like, I bet I can do that. <laughs> so I went in, and there was two pictures on the wall, and it was two people that you know were not. Slim, let's yeah. say that. They mm -hmm. weren't, weren't, weren't slim. And I was like, I'm going to get my pi picture on the wall. But obviously, she's like mega famous in America. So I start this. And then kids just start turning up. And then I'm like, OK, this is fine. But then it starts getting to the end. And it's getting really difficult. And all these kids are kind of staring <laughs> at me doing it. Uh, and I finish it and um, get to, uh, I basically like get the T-shirt, get my picture taken, get it, put, get it put on the wall, and then go to the toilet. And it just <laughs> came up my nose. Oh, out of your nose. Out of your nose. nose, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the podcast, uh, you're always treated to bodily functions. Bodily Usually functions, it's Gary yeah. shitting himself at the end of a marathon. <laughs> yeah. So so that's the thing. You, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah. I've, I've, never, I, I've never shit myself. I've always managed to make it to a toilet. But is it one of these explosive, like, yeah. hot curry ones? Yeah, right. massively. Wary. And, why, and what, what is the science behind that? I don't know. I think I always put it down to the fact that it's just your body being thrown around for four hours. Right. And maybe yeah. too much water or not enough water. And then... I used to get that when I sat for a tattoo for too long as well. And that's probably that as Wait, well. Wait, shit. You'd need a shit. Uh, just what, what what you know you, it would it yeah yeah be like that it basically. would be aggressive yeah it'd be aggressive <laughs> i don't know I don't what know. it is it was tmi for the for the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so used to just throwing it out there about how often i well shit. and it's just about normally you doing it so <laughs> it's nice that you've got an ally no but i think the first the first few marathons it was like you waited for it wasn't it you, you it was like clockwork yeah but then the last few has been even more sick really. yeah i think well, it's the physical toll on your body basically. imagine what's the first beer like after a marathon <sighs> Mate, does it even touch the sides? Yeah, you have to nurse the first one a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did in Chicago. Gary again was very ill. It was it was hot though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was twenty eight degrees. So uh, ginger, I'm no good in the heat mm. at all. It was. Did you fax fifty up? I was fully lubed up. Yeah, but just like the sun was killing me. After all the way four around. hours, it's all sweating. Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> well, so Gary was was being sick, but on the corner of the um, of the bib, oops, where you got the um, where you got your race number, uh, was a, a goose IPA ripoff. So you rip this thing off and go to the bar and you get a free goose. Beautiful, thank you. Gary's there, uh, passed out on the floor. I ripped his goose off and went down <laughs> to second pint um, because the first one went down so well. Yeah, he but mugged me. The, uh, yeah, I did. But the, uh, the, the, the after parties from a marathon, you really feel like you've earned it. You really feel like it. Do you ever have anyone that you just kind of snuck in that didn't do the marathon that's just... Probably. Yeah, yeah <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. I think I'd be that guy, like, bring last year's medal and just bowl up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did it. <laughs> For the party. Yeah. In fact, there was, there was one in, in the, the Madrid marathon we've just uh, done. Uh, there was a marathon, there was a half marathon and a 10K. So at the after party, everyone's there, but you could see the stages in which people had done it just by how they were walking around. Because yeah. a couple of days after a marathon, going downstairs is the thing that is the toughest, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you can't go downstairs. The only way to go downstairs is walk backwards. For some reason, it hurts less than walking downstairs normally. I think you uh, need to uh, put yourself through it. Are we selling it? Are we selling it, Ed? I, I would de I definitely, I'd definitely do it once. I would definitely wouldn't do more than one, though. I don't. You I'd say that, 
you say that. But there is a thing when you cross the line and you have that beer, and then two weeks after you forget how much it hurt, and all you remember is crossing the line and having that beer. It's like the greatest. There's yeah. a euphoria that kicks in there. Well, my cousin's wife is doing 100, I think. Oh my God, marathons. She's yeah, she's doing 100. No, no, I don't yeah. think there's any time limit. I think she's just doing 100. She's done about, oh God, they told me how many she'd done, but um, she's done She's done a few. Yeah, she's but every, every time I see her, she's just done one. That's wow. incredible. But, um, but yeah, she loves them. Well, you, you have some people that do them every weekend. Yeah. Not even necessarily ones that are big organized things. They just turn up and just do one round near their house and stuff, which is mad. In, I need in, a bit of fanfare with my... I do. I like <laughs> the crowd and the fanfare for yeah. sure. I just wanted to pick up on something as well. When you started running, is there a, is there a lot of pressure for blokes in the music industry to to shed a few pounds and look a certain way? Because um, do you know is that I, why you started? No, well, no, I started just to clear my lungs out, but then it just it was a happy coincidence that it kind of like outweighs the chips. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I think y yes, but I don't think the pressure comes from. Well, not outwardly from people. I mean, obviously, whenever I've been big, there's always online trolls or yeah. newspapers yeah. or like comment. It's, it, it, it's always like, oh, chunky or fat or what, whatever. But in, in terms of actual pressure in the like internal pressure of like record labels being like, you have to be slimmer. Um, no, because I think all, like, the music industry is the it's music first, I guess, and yeah. then image second i think i think anyway for me for me it's been that but yeah i think there's definitely a lot of uh, external pressure too you kind of get it in your head that you need to look like everyone else i kind of the first few years of my career i was like you know i was the same sort of age as the one direction boys and justin bieber and all these people that were really in shape and had six packs yeah, and i was yeah. kind of like oh should i <laughs> should i be looking like this and then you know like i've i've Realized that the re the reason I made it like in my first like three or four music videos I wasn't even in them so like mm. I knew that it, when I looked back on it I was like I obviously haven't made it because people look at me or like the way I look or whatever so I haven't really been that was bothered. that was that a choice though or would you just go I've got these ideas and I'm not in them yeah no I've never really liked the way I looked really yeah. like yeah i've kind of it was always at school i was never very attractive having ginger hair is not obviously like you know yeah. but it's not like you, it's brother. not like a cool thing and like, i never really like thought that for me to be successful in the music industry i was going to be a pin-up poster boy so mm. like i hated photo shoots i hated videos and then it just what happened was um i did the thinking out loud video yep. where i danced in it and it was the biggest video that i'd done and then there was another video I did where I was in it, and then that was like the second biggest video I'd done. So I was like, maybe me being in things helps it mm, yeah. out. So now I'm more kind of up for being in videos just because I know it kind of serves the song. Yeah. But because um, people are more likely to check out a video if you're in it, mm -hmm. and then if they hear the song there. So it all kind of helps the song mm. get heard. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's Yeah, the, the image thing is weird because I've never, I never once had any insecurities uh, really about myself until people pointed them out. And then then you start, you start your brain kind of starts thinking about it. I, like I can understand why people get weird bits of surgery because they'll start having a kind of complex from peop someone saying, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, they've got this, or oh, they look like this, and they'll have a complex about it, and then they'll start thinking, you know? I, I don't know. Yeah, sometimes those things are just tiny seeds that just get planted yeah. and just grow in your head over time. It can be one comment that someone says to you and it just grows and grows. 
And then yeah. you look at a photo of yourself, and that's the first thing you would look at of yourself. When well, you're yeah, like, I mean, oh, I, I have it with pint. my um, I have it with my eyes because my eyes are like when I don't wear glasses, they go a bit wonky, and I don't wear glasses when I do gigs, and they go a bit skew with, and mm -hmm. I get that pointed out a lot, and I'm kind of like that's for me that's quite a normal natural thing and that i've never bothered me before and now when people kind of point it out it, get, it gets me think like i see a picture i'm like oh they're wonky in that but i don't really there's not really anything you can do about that no. or nothing i would want to do about that yeah. but it yeah it's it's it, i think it all stems from other people's insecurities because exactly. so so many people have so many things that they're insecure about so it makes them feel better to point out someone else's yeah yeah you know it's um because half the people that would say that I was fat would probably be fat themselves. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's not, it's, uh, I, I was saying to you guys earlier, it's not uh, a, uh, it's not a given that we're meant to have six packs. Like, I don't, yeah. I, Nick is probably the only person I know with a six pack and he exercises every day and eats well. Like, yeah. it's not like, it's not a normal thing to be that ripped. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah. We, so, we spoke about it um, watching, you know, certain TV shows where everyone is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, supposed reality shows. And like, I, I, I mean, I'm, but I'm they're nearly miserable, miserable <laughs> doing <laughs> yeah. it. Because like, they've never had chips on a pizza. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of watch, just like, have a fucking beer. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy yourself. That's a beer. Teddy two teas. Let's get these dinners <laughs> in. Oh, well, no. So, so I think, I think everything in moderation. I think everything, like, obviously don't of have course. two dinners. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's everything in, in you can't be, you can't be outwardly unhealthy, but also like you you have to find a balance. Yeah. So my so my balance now it's it's actually Cherry, who's been really good with my balance because she's she's been athletic all of her life and she her thing is crisps. She just loves crisps, loves crisps and loves beer. But she exercises, so she out outweighs that. So it's it's having your balance of both. You do you do your things you love, but then you balance it out. My problem before was I'd have I'd go to a pub and I'd have bangers and mash and then a pie and then maybe <laughs> maybe a pudding and then loads of pints and then not exercise. You know, yeah. it's about if, if you're gonna do yeah, yeah. one, you have to do the other. You have I to think. have the trade off. But I think the thing is when you're on when you know you're sort of on TV for these rea reality shows. I, I mean you see it when they when like Love Island for instance, when they go into it, when they come out of it they actually kind of look quite normal again because mm. they've been enjoying themselves yeah, in the villa yeah, yeah. And, and stuff like that. But it's be beforehand just, uh, who was it? I, knew, I knew someone that was doing a music video <laughs> that just stopped drinking water for a few days beforehand yeah. just to starve no it out way. so the six pack looked better. Mad. And it's just be, be moderation. Yeah, be happy. That's a word that comes up on this podcast so often, moderation, balance. Yeah. And that is what I'm struggling with at the moment. I remember when we, when we first walked in here today, I was talking about just motivation i've had such a lovely summer put on a little bit of uh, a little bit of happy weight um but it happy means weight's the best weight man it is of course I it is i've had i've had sad weight before and that's and that's the one that's <laughs> that's bad when you're kind of just like comfort eating yeah and then like happy weight when you can see where it's come from like when i spoke to you you were like oh it was glastonbury and this and yeah, that yeah. like when you see where it's come from like, I, th I think it's fine but like i had a t i had a time where it was like just sitting at home yeah. on my own, yeah. watching. Watley Road. <laughs> yeah, 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 watching <laughs> Watley Road. Oh, it's coming on Netflix, isn't it? Uh, it's- uh, They're putting it's it on? iPlayer. Yeah, on iPlayer, iPlayer that's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get paid and then I can afford a pub as well, so we can have a <laughs> northern venue as well for this sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, man. No, the, the, I, I remember when it was between a couple of albums um, that you, you put out, and I remember seeing you afterwards, 
and you were on this crazy diet. You were eating like cucumber by the fucking like sack load. Do you remember mm. this? I can't remember what year this was. 2014. That was when I got super skinny. And, yeah. The, and yeah, that was that was the, the other extreme of it where yeah. I'd been really big and was like, now I'm going to try and get as skinny as possible. I've got quite a fat head as well. So when I got super skinny, <laughs> I just, I look back at those pictures now and I'm like, I look proper bobblehead. So <laughs> I think, I think there's, a, I think now the stage I'm at now is like a happy balance. I feel yeah. like this is the weight that I'm meant to be. Good. You look good, man. Thank you. you. Look, you look really good. I noticed that on, your, on the last leg of your tour, uh, I saw the pictures in, in, in Round A Park and I, he looks trim. He looked well. So oh, thanks. Good. Yeah, well, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm definitely not the slimmest I've been, but I'm definitely not the fattest I've been. I'm definitely like in, I'm, at my ideal point, because I exercise pretty much every day, but I eat and drink what I want. And yeah. I think that's that's a nice... Because back, back then, it was like I didn't touch beer. I only had vodka yeah. or gin. Uh, <laughs> straight as well, like not... not uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, I just used to like wrap cucumber and salami and eat that. Oh, man, yeah. it wow. was grim. Because I, I remember a time as well, this was in obviously your well-documented uh, days where you were on uh, sofas and stuff. But I remember a couple of times you stayed around at my mum's on uh, on her sofa. And uh, <laughs> I bought you some uh, chicken nuggets um, from uh, a place Thanks in Leeds. Thanks for that, man. And, hey, no worries, I got you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we went back to my mum's mm. and uh, you ate mine uh, yours and uh, me mate uh, Tom Gibbons you were just that hungry and also Teddy two dinners um, <laughs> but I think that's again what, uh, d what and you d no we'd, we'd like eaten but we were in a chicken shop and right, I was like right, right, right. I'll, get, I'll get this round of thank I was you, on BBC man. money I was like I'll get this round of chicken <laughs> don't worry about that thank you man um, no but what I, what I mean is that that guy to the guy who now looks after himself via the guy who didn't look after himself and the via the guy who just ate cucumber <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, it's finding, uh, the, that finding balance. the balance. Yeah, yeah. finding the balance because you can't like I've I I really live by e extremes. Like I get yeah. very very into one thing. I mean, as you can see with my tattoos, I have one tattoo, and I'm like, like I'm going to cover my body, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I get into. I've just started painting, and I've just bought thirty massive canvases and done thirty paint. Like it, I've j I don't do things by half. So mm. with eating and exercise, I've had to learn to. Moderate. Be, yeah, moderate. Um, yeah. Drinking as well. Like I now, because on tour, it's very, very simple to drink every single day because there's always someone visiting. You yeah. know, if I'm in Leeds, I'll see you and Sophie and then I'll be in Manchester and I'll see someone else that like Jake in Man Manchester. Yeah. Where there's always someone and there's always an excuse to drink. So you just end up drinking every single day. So now I'm home. Cherry said to me the other day, she was like, it's not normal to drink every night of the week. Our friends drink Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So you should just drink Friday, Saturday. So now it's, that's my, that's my life. Now. That's good. It's good to, it's good to have those restrictions on yourself. Yeah. Right. It's good to have someone having that, that nibble in your ear as well, just to keep you on that. Path. Yeah. Cherry, I mean, Cherry's, Cherry's the one with the, the moderation. She's the one who's kind of like helped get me into exercise, helped get me into like, just being normally not like, I mean, having 10 points at a time. It's like, maybe have five. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Start with one and then yeah. see where you so, Yeah, she's been, she's been very good. With, she's so great with mo moderation. But then there are things that I think you kind of both help each other out. Of course, with, team with, game. With stuff, yeah. So I hope there's stuff that she'll, she'll have taken from me. I mean, pro probably not a lot. I reckon she's helping me out a lot more than I'm helping <laughs> her out. But I think there's a, there's a team effort there, you know? Uh, we've got a couple of features 
Yeah, that we always do cool. on the, on the podcast. Um, do you do you want to start with yours? Yeah, so I've got a feature that's called Dean Schnerry Corner. So you know, like in Countdown, where they go over to Susie Dent and she gives them a few facts before the ad break. It's not Vorderman anymore. No, no. Vorder, Vorderman's long gone. It's Rachel Riley now. She's dead. No, no, she's still alive. Oh, she's why not are you saying long gone then? Like just that? because they're I not just, on the telly program doesn't mean I they're dead. I, oh. Yeah, I haven't. I've, I've, got, I've got. I don't really watch. Do you know what's tell her? Well, no, I watch whenever there's something on. I'll record it. Right. When there's something I want to watch. Mm. But I yeah, don't. I, I don't watch Countdown, but I watch eight out of ten cats does Countdown because that's funny. I like that one. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think I've seen that. But Vod- yeah, Vorderman's long gone. But Susie Dent's still there, the woman with the dictionary. Yeah. She gives him a few facts. Yeah. <laughs> not dead. Don't start that. Um, so we give him a few facts. And then we have a hero of the week. So someone that's done something amazing. Cool. Dean Shinari Corner. Okay, so the first fact, right? This is a, a guy from India. He's called Budja Singh, right? Mm-hmm. He's the youngest marathon runner ever. Oh, God, how old? Well, how old do you think you'd have to be to run a marathon? 11. 11? 11. Well, I mean, like, a lot of the time, legally, it says on these entry things, you have to be 16. No, but I'm not talking, like, marathon events. All right, just... Oh, actually, I don't know, because, I mean, my brother did long distance in primary school, so... So there, he's he's nailing down to it now, so this is just... Eight? I reckon eight, yeah. Any advance on eight? Is he younger than eight? I'm not telling you. Give me an answer, (laughs) and then... Uh, Five. Right, by the age of four... No. No. This guy had run 50 marathons. Why? Just on a stroller. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. How? So, right, there's, there's this whole backstory. Walk it for. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's what I thought. I don't know how old you are when you walk, but you've got to be younger than four. Yeah, big time. Well, I don't know what it's like in Manchester, but in the, out in the civilised world. Where no, you can walk younger than four. Yeah, of course no, you can. No, no, of course you can. But, like, you, can, you, can, you can't, like, you can basically <laughs> run a little bit in the garden, can't well, you? Yeah. And then you... Not Budger Singh. He, right. He, his mum sold him, right, to an orphanage. Right. Um, and the guy who was running the orphanage was like a judo coach. He caught little Bud Job being naughty one day. So he said, right, as a punishment, you're going to run laps around this gaff. The, uh, the orphanage owner went away, forgot about the kid, came back four hours later, and he was still running. Oh, my God. Right, this young lad. And they did like a few health checks on him, looked at his heart. And his heart levels were normal. So this guy's just like a superhuman kid. Prodigy. Mate, he's gonna, probably going to grow up and be Olympian, right? Well, he's about 13 now. He doesn't run so much anymore. <sighs> Apparently, he's like quite famous. It, there's like been a film about him. Oh, my God. Wow. But four. That is mental. Four years old. Mental. Yeah. What are we doing with our lives? Big well, time. back to what you said before. If people like that can do it, yeah. then there's no excuse why we all can't do 10 minutes a day or an hour a day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What was I doing at four? I think I was like eating paint off walls yeah. and shit. I was in Blue. the bath stretching my willy, yeah. willy out, I think. It's <laughs> <laughs> seen how far it pulled. Right. I've You've got to stop doing that, by the way. <laughs> I've told you about that. Fact number two, the other side of the car. And this the oldest marathon runner, uh. right? This is, I think it's, I don't know how you say it. F, I'm going to spell it first of all. Okay. F-A-U-J-A. Fauja? Yeah, Fauja. Fauja, yeah. yeah. Mr. Singh, anyway, uh, he's 100 years old. Wow. And he's just done the Toronto Marathon in eight hours, 25 minutes. My God. That's, that's a long time. Wow. But for 100 years old, that's good, man. 
I, wow, that's so cool. That is mad. Yeah. Matt, I've got such a massive respect for anyone that can do something like that. Being four, 100 or yeah. 28. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We always say any anyone who completes a marathon who puts one foot in front of the other for 26.2 miles is a hero. He said, he, he said at the end of the Toronto Marathon, he said, the first 20 miles, they're easier. He said, as for the last, as for the last six miles, I run while talking to God. <laughs> you're, yeah, because you're, That's you're nice. only meant to train 22 miles, right? Ish, then, yeah, around that. 22 is the ideal, yeah. If you why wouldn't you train sort of like 28 and then just, and then on the day, <laughs> on the day, it's <laughs> like yeah. I just don't, I don't know, actually. It's a good question, but maybe it's not, I don't know. I don't know is the answer. That is a really good question. Why have we never asked that of ourselves before? Because 28 miles is a long way. 26.2 <laughs> is enough. But yeah. I think that's my excuse. No, anyway. but if, you did, if you did 28 consistently and that was like your norm, then mm. on the day you did it, it'd just be like, oh, yeah, easy. Yeah. And maybe, I, maybe we should do that. Fuck that. I don't want to like. I don't want to be given bad advice though, because it's probably, it's probably that for a reason. I'll I love that we've tried sharing. to persuade you to do a marathon, and now you're trying to persuade us to do more than a marathon. More than a marathon. Well, <laughs> see what's happened here. Is there, is, are there any marathons in the world that like double marathons? Yeah. Well, we talk about your is it your cousin who or your cousin's no, wife. No, no, my friend. Who All right, your friend. Super ultra. Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> I love ultra. super marathon though. That's so much better than ultra an marathon. I an Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Th th this is mad. Iron Man is still the thing that is on my to-do list. Iron Man is there. We've done half Iron Man mm -hmm. triathlons. Be the swimming that would kill me because I, ca yeah. I can't. I can only kind of do breaststroke. Same. Yeah. I, I do half Iron Man triathlons breaststroke. Sounds alright. So it's and doable. I look, I look good doing it as well. I well. don't. <laughs> so what do you? What What is the uh, running part of an Iron Man? A marathon. marathon. No. Mm. Yeah. What After is it? After all that. What's, what is it? Oh, man. Is it four mile? No. So I've... Swim. I'm, I'm going to preempt this. Okay, God. Sorry. Because my... <coughs> bless you. Bless you. Shot. <laughs> my hero of the week. Okay. Jingle. Jingle. <coughs> bless, bless you. you. That's the jingle. <laughs> That's the jingle. Hero of the week. I prefer that to ours, to be honest. <laughs> uh, my hero of the week is Gareth Thomas. So obviously he's gone through all that shit of the press. Um, almost blackmailing him, aren't they? Oh, like yeah. they, they told his mum and dad that he's got HIV, uh, so which forced him to come out and announce to the public that he had it. So they told his mum and dad the day after he announced it, he was taking part in an Ironman in Wales. So for me, like an Ironman is the, the toughest thing in the world anyway, but to do it with all that weighing, him, yeah. weighing on his shoulders must have been like fucking madness. Because yeah. burning, burning all that energy all those calories and all having all that adrenaline running away from you because the press have, have done a thing. Yeah. That must be, that must be crazy to have been able to get through all that. Yeah. So the, the distance is what an Ironman consists of is a 2.4 mile swim and then 112 mile bike ride. 112 mile bike ride. Yeah. yeah. On the bike. And then wow. if that wasn't enough, uh, a 26.2 mile run. Marathon. So he's, he's done all of that <laughs> with that, you know, the day before, um, and he's, he's done it incredible. Did you do that over a day? Yeah. Well, he's done it in 12 hours, 18 minutes. That's how long it took him, which is mad. His, his times are incredible. Like, he did the bike ride in six hours, 18 minutes. My God, what, 112 miles? 112 miles on the bike in six hours. His run I'm was... I'm guessing it's not in Yorkshire, though, right? No. no. Well, they, <laughs> did, they do one... Oh, they don't do one in Yorkshire. No, they do one in Bolton. Bolton, well, that's still, yeah. still hilly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, his run was four hours, 17. Amazing. Which is fucking mad, isn't it? For a marathon, yeah. Yeah. And he's a hero because doing all of that is tough enough without all the shit that he went through that weekend. Yeah, well done, man. Absolutely. Yeah, amazing. Hero. Uh, Iron Man is still my top of my thing. Is it not yours, Gary? 
no, I've got no desire. After doing really? the half and what it did to me, <laughs> no, I've got no desire to do the full <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, it, the first time we did a half um, oh. marathon, <laughs> a half Ironman, sorry, um, we were doing it in, where was it? Fanbridge? Yeah, Essex somewhere. Um, but it was when you were doing the, your shows at Wembley Stadium, um, which we had tickets to. And this guy's in the back of an ambulance um, trying to get some fluids into him to try and stick down so he could come and see the gig. Yeah. We made it, thank God. But uh, Yeah, well, because I, I, Passenger was supporting you and I was really upset because I wanted to see Passenger. I love Passenger. But the guy <laughs> in, the, in the ambulance couldn't find a vein to put the needle in. So I'm like, come on, I'm going to miss Passenger's <laughs> set. Like, <laughs> my priorities were all over the gaff. It's an amazing thing in Iron Man, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. It's, that, it's that is an extreme, though. That's definitely not moderation, is it? No. That's I'd, like all out. I don't, I don't think it, has, it can be any good for you. No. Not at all. Not consistently, anyway. You're so we're not going to persuade you. Yeah. People do loads, though. People, yeah. again, get the bug for it. Hmm. My cousin's done four or five. Because the, the idea being that completing an Iron Man, you're Iron Man, Iron Person, Iron Woman. <laughs> but then the purists say it's only Iron Man if you do it in under 12 hours. So you have that on top of you as well. I, I won't do it in under 12 hours, but no. I want to do the distances. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. But the purists are only people that have done it under 12 hours and then now decide exactly. that that's yeah. it. And that'll, they've done it. That'll drop yeah. soon as well, won't it? You've got to do it in under 11 yeah, I hours. Hope, I hope there's someone that does it in 10 hours. It's like, <laughs> no, this is the rule now, lads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I say goes. <laughs> yeah. No, I think just doing it's an achievement. Oh, my God. Like, if, like, if, even if you took, like, seven or eight hours to do a marathon like mm. surely you've still done a marathon yeah still Absolutely. counts all counts ma'am now question the people that dress up for marathons in those big costumes do they ever finish yeah yeah a lot of them in are the big, elite the big ones yeah, man. The, yeah a lot of them are elite runners so they'll do it for like a charity like save the rhino they're the famous ones the guys in the rhino costumes can do a marathon in like three hours or something ridiculous so when they put the rhino on they can still do it in like three and a half hours because they're super fit runners that's mad but they, they, a lot of the time they will try and, they'll be raising money for charity, but then they'll try and attribute it to a world record. Yeah. So there was a guy famously at London Marathon this year who tried to have the fastest um, marathon time whilst dressed as a, a London landmark. So he was dressed as Big Ben <laughs> and he got to the finish line and couldn't get underneath the finish line. Because <laughs> <He's too laughs> the costume was too tall. So he's running and he just keeps butting into the thing. It's a great video. It? We have to like limbo under the finish line. <laughs> Loads <laughs> of stewards just like... Probably added a bit of time to him. Yeah, well. big yeah. time. Big time. Yeah. Um, so another uh, feature we have uh, on uh, Behind the Medal uh, is called Ginger Wisdom, in which I have sourced some uh, inspirational quotes off the internet. And normally I throw them at Gary, but I'm surrounded by gingers today. Before we get into we this feature... We are taking over. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I was just going to say, I just want to thank you for your services to ginger people. And I think <laughs> you've done a sterling job. <laughs> I used to, I used to, whenever I, like early days was in nightclubs, I always used to get cornered by someone ginger. And they just used to like talk to me about being ginger. And I'm like, man, I'm just, I'm just trying to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said anything. No, no, no. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm, I meet a lot of young kids now with their like parents and the kids. It's now like, yeah. I think it's a bit cooler. I think. Yeah, I would have said so. Yeah. I mean, it's not just me. I mean, it's like Prince Harry and Damien Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever. Yeah. You you said before about how you'd never thought you'd be an international sex symbol, but I called you that in your kitchen about an hour ago. He's never called me that. No, but I don't, mate. I don't think. I don't think. Like I. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being a poster. I mean, I think maybe when I was young, younger. But I think mm. now I get older. I think you know the, the, the generational thing switches, and you, you know, I don't think I'm gonna have 
teenage girls with a 28 year old man on their wall now you know they yeah. prefer to have a 18 year old man or a 20 year old so i think it's i think the kind of sex symbol thing will i think it's just different now yeah to mums mums yeah mums. <laughs> well i mean like, like it's it's mad seeing how my fan base has kind of morphed over the years because it started off as just geezers like real geezer blokes uh and then it went uh, kind of overnight to like teenage girls mm. and then now it's like you've kind of got the geezers and the teenage girls but it's like couples couples yeah. it's mm. like couple night it's, Mate, like it's fucking everyone yeah, yeah. it's well, like, like it, uh, just real quick obviously i've known you for so many years we've we've been to so i've been to so many gigs where there's been me and Sophie listening to your music. Well, I mean, side note, uh, Dean actually at uh, kind of when you were you were in Waterloo Road at at the time, I was uh, opening up for Just Jack, and you did my street seeming for me. You I walked did. around with a clipboard, uh, <laughs> getting emails, yeah. and everyone was saying, "Aren't you the guy from Waterloo Road?" Yeah, and the thing was, and Soph was on Emmerdale as well. Yeah. yeah. So, w- so we were people. <laughs> I was like, I got the best street teams yeah. in the world. People were saying to us, uh, "Oh, can we have photos with you guys?" Um, and we went, "You have to sign up for this guy, though." And they were so dubious. And then after the gig, they'd come and find us and say, "Hey, it's good him." <laughs> like, I told you. Um, Thank you. Um, but yeah, so uh, so but no, but just to continue that little thought thread there, seeing you play in front of me to then seeing you play in front of eighty thousand people at Leeds when we were there, incredible, man, incredible. Thank you. And and like. Man, you were really at the really shit gigs, weren't you? You were. At, we were saying earlier we did a gig in Leeds, and it was you and Sophie. Yeah, watching me. Yeah, just like hello, hello Leeds. <laughs> hello, <laughs> how are you doing, man? Um, yeah, but you, you've got to. I mean, again, you've, you've spoken about this before, but you were the overnight success that did about fucking two thousand gigs. And yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's one well, of those. Well, I don't things. think I do, like I. I always say this from 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 early on in. The industry, because I get a lot of my mates kind of like putting down or poo-pooing certain artists being like, oh, they're only there because of this and they're there because of this. And, you know, there's no one who has had a career that's lasted more than three years in the industry that hasn't put in a shit ton of work. Yeah, man. You can't can't ever ever bluff it. Like, there's no one that I know that has had any shortcuts. And even if you have had a shortcut, because sometimes people say, oh, what, what, what about X Factor? But, you know, the, I, d- I did all the promo runs with all the One Direction lads, and, mm. you know, like, they worked just as hard as I did and did everything and did, probably did twice as many signings and stuff yeah. like that. And you sti- you'd still have to put in a shit ton of work to, yeah. to, to, to be there. It's just some people take different routes to get there. But once you're in, once you've released a major label record and you're in the spotlight, it's the same amount of work for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to get out there and tell people you have a record yeah. otherwise, you know, yeah. or at all. You'll definitely get found out. Yeah. No, that's good, man. And yeah, I, d- I don't think anyone would ever accuse yourself of not grafting, like. <laughs> yeah, well, I, th- I don't know. I don't know. I think there are p- some people, that p- people always want to find an excuse why it works for you and not them. Yeah, so sure. Th- th- there's, yeah, always, yeah. You know, there's lots of uh, people for me who just... They just have a kind of thought in their mind of why I am where I am, and they're like, "Oh, well, it's because of this." And I was, he did this to get there, and mm. it's again, it's their own insecurity coming out of why, yeah, 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 yeah. like, why him, why yeah. not me? And you know, it's a, I th- yeah, I think it's 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 un- it's unhealthy to focus on people that much. I of course, if you uh, if you like, what's what's the 
there's a phrase about it, about like not watching um, the competition. Like it's, I guess it's like a marathon. Like if you're running, you're not going to be looking to the side of you, are you? Or behind you, you're going to be looking straight at the finish yeah, line and finish being line. like, I have to finish. Like, I don't care about these other guys. Mm. There might be a guy that finishes 10 minutes in front of me, but it's about me doing it. Exactly. You know, wh when I release a record, it's less about, I used to be kind of, m that, that have a co competitive element to it. And now it's more about like, achieving things that I haven't before. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's no longer about having, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the number one single or selling this amount of tickets or doing that. It's about doing something that is achieving something new for me, basically. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you, you run your own race always in a marathon and it's yeah. the same in, or it should be the same in life, but sometimes people think the grass is greener. They do. They do sometimes. indeed. Is there ever a marathon runner that just wins every single one that is just like the guy? <laughs> It's probably, I mean, uh, n nowadays it's Mo Farah, and he's just winning everything. Well, he wins half marathons. He don't win marathons yet, not so, not so much. Oh, Kip so will he just go and do London Marathon like it's nothing? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't like, win it though. I like him a lot. I don't think he's, he's won it yet. Ace in it? No, not he's not won. Kipchoge wins everything pretty much. Yeah, for marathons. Yeah, yeah. but he's. We were talking about last week. He's just done uh, the. Great North Run, which is a half marathon in like 59 minutes or something. So he's wow. untouchable. He's the man. 13 to miles be. in 59 yeah. minutes. It's fucking stupid, isn't it? So now it's time for Ginger Wisdom. Ginger Wisdom. Ginger Wisdom. Yeah. Hit okay. Me. So the idea with Ginger Wisdom is I source these, these quotes, I throw them at Gary and I just want him to see what he makes of them. Sometimes they make loads of sense to him. Sometimes they don't. Um, but let's just, we'll just get into it. Okay. So this is quite a famous one, but this is something I've always wanted to throw at you. Um, right. But just throw some ideas at me. Um, we are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. Oscar Wilde, right? Oscar Wilde. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's already better than me. Did you know that, Gary? No, I've never Gary. heard of that. There's an Oscar Wilde. Is it Oscar Wilde where he says, "Be yourself," because everyone else is taken. Everyone else is taken. Yeah. Is that Oscar Wilde? Yeah. 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 Is he ginger? N no, this isn't just ginger people. Oh, it's just wisdom. <laughs> this is <win> this <laughs> is wisdom, and you two are ginger. This is right. This is oh, I words. thought it was like specifically ginger people no, no. who had to make the quote. No, I guess I guess in that analogy, I'm wisdom, and you two are ginger. Yeah. <laughs> no, Oscar Wilde's. Um, He's the boy. He's so a you know He's who, I don't understand it. I don't know what that means. We are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. So you can be in the gutter, looking at all the shit around you, but there's some guy going, I'm looking at the stars, mate. Yeah. Is that it? I, I think you can take what you want from it. I mean, yeah, that's I know, but I struggle to take my own opinion from yeah. him. <laughs> you, you, know, you know in Friends where Joey gets the map out and steps into the map? Yeah, yeah. That's what Gary that's does what with these. Do. He has to put himself into it. Yeah. So you're in a gutter, right? No, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me, this is about positivity versus negativity. Yeah, yeah. So look, don't be, yeah, you can look at the shit. That's it, isn't it? Looking at all the shit around you in the gutter, or you can be looking at the stars. Yeah, yeah. I guess the layman's thing would be when life hands you lemons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, heard yeah, of that yeah. one. What's the continue it? When life hands you lemons, yep. make lemonade. Perfect. Yeah. Spot, spot on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, next uh, ginger wisdom. We only have, there's only three. We're not here for another few hours, don't worry. Uh, so next ginger wisdom. Uh, we generate fears whilst we sit. We overcome them by action. Gareth. Yeah, I'm into that one because this is where you can sit at home and, and stew on everything that's going going wrong or just on the negatives mm -hmm. or you can go out and have a run around Iceland. Mm -hmm. and, and that is, yeah, I mean, from what, from what I take from that is like uh, my, when I said I wanted to be a musician, everyone told me I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And so I just went out and did it. There was like, I had, 
there was the fear of sitting there of being like, no, you can't, you can't do that. And then when you go out and achieve it, you kind of show yourself that you can. Or, I mean, a, a, another one was I'm shit scared of heights. So yeah. like sat in New Zealand and was like, I don't want to do this bungee jump and then did it. But the thing is, I'm still shit scared of heights. So that doesn't really count. But I, th that is a, that's a good one. Like instead of like sitting around being like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. Mm. Just, just go and do it. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's, killing someone yeah or like yeah. heroin don't don't do that do you no. know like like do, <laughs> do stuff that is like oh I, i'm gonna sit. do stuff that's positive fear like oh i don't think i can run this marathon boom but i'm gonna get up and do it there you go not yet though dean i'm gonna I work up to it <laughs> <laughs> i'll mate i'll come back down here and i will run you around that field and yeah. get you into shape and then yeah we'll, well i'll do, do a, i'll do a i'll do a 10k first sweet yeah, yeah. yeah build it up build it up um just something you said there about going out and doing be, and, and being part of the music industry when you were uh, a kid and people saying you couldn't. Me and Gary speak about this all the time in our work and even kind of with this podcast and stuff that we get imposter syndrome where we, I, I do it at work. Like I, when, I'm, when I'm shooting cool TV, I sit around and go, I'm just Dean from Leeds. This is quite strange. Yeah. Does that, has that ever happened to you? Is that a thing? Yeah, that I mean, occurs? a lot, a lot at the beginning, a lot at the beginning, kind yeah. of like why, why me? Yeah. Um, exactly what other people thought about me actually. But, I think I th you can drive yourself mental doing that. And that can make you very sad as well yeah. because you kind of just feel like you you never deserve it. So I did have to kind of just say to myself, look, you've you put in the hours, you've put in the work, you've like s I s sacrificed pretty much all of my relationships, family, mm. friends, ev everything to go around the world and, and do it. So now when I, lo I look, look back on that and I look back on the things that I lost to get there, yeah, I feel like, yeah, actually I do, I do deserve this yeah um but yeah yeah it's it's a weird thing because you kind of feel when you're in that situation because it's such a it doesn't it's a acting's your hobby like music's my hobby yeah, and then yeah. suddenly <laughs> you're yeah, in to, be able a, to do it you're, you're doing it and you do feel like the luckiest guy mm -hmm. alive but you can if you if you constantly think oh i don't deserve to be here you will drive yourself nuts because i f i kind of found that at the, the beginning where yeah i just you just end up putting yourself down when yeah. really you should be like, hey, well done for doing that. And I, th I think there's another side of, of the exact same coin as well, which is, oh, look, I got away with it. I was just going to say, I, I, mine was always, I'm doing it. I'm all right with doing it, but very soon I'm going to get caught out. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. away with it. But then, but then to the same thing, imposter syndrome, oh, uh, you know, what am, I, what am I doing here? Also works the other way is what I'm saying. There's a ying to that yang where I go sometimes, how ace is this that little Dean from Leeds is working with these incredible yeah, yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. I deserve to be. I'm on the same call sheet as these people. How ace is that? Yeah, it yeah. does work both ways, I think. I just wanted to pick up on that. Just no, I, I, I love it. I love it. The yeah, other man. thing, I, I saw a brilliant Jay-Z interview the other day where he was talking about, say, I think it was some, someone he knew and he said, I wanted to be a rapper. Um, and uh, someone said to him, you can't do that. And his initial reaction was like, no, no, you can't do that. In your <laughs> mind, that's your mind state. But you have yeah. to have a mind state where you're like, you can't have the negative thing of like, I can't do something. So may maybe you're right. Like, I should just go and do a marathon because I I'd really feel like it would be a struggle, though. It would if it's you not, It's not going to be easy. It's not easy running a marathon. Mm. But the struggle, right. as you know, the struggle is part of getting there. Right? You've got to embrace the struggle. And Like, yeah. if, if you'd have released your debut album having not put in all that graft having not gigged as oh much as you had God, done yeah. imagine that you, yeah. tr you train for it a well, marathon and, in yeah. the same way as you trained for th those moments where all of a sudden bang yeah, you had sure. an album you know yeah 
So okay, it's exactly the same. We're, we're it, in. Yeah, we're, we're he's in. nearly there, you know. <laughs> nearly boxed him up. Okay, third and final one here. Uh, Ginger Wisdom. Uh, the man who moves a mountain begins by carrying away small stones. Oh, I feel like these are really so difficult. So that is basically that what, what, what we're talking about. You kind have to put of, in, yeah. like, you can't just run a marathon. You have to chip away at it and really train. Wait, say it one more time. I need another run at this. <laughs> right, you want to lie down? <laughs> the man who moves a mountain begins by carrying away small stones. As in, you can't just pick up a whole mountain and move it. You have to like take, oh, I see. take it step by step. What were you think? What were you thinking then? I was just thinking. I think it's because they sound very sort of like yeah, they're a bit out there. This is why yeah. I like to throw him out. There. <laughs> <laughs> it confuses me so much, but that makes sense. So he's not moving a mountain; he's breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. Yeah. Right, yeah, I've got it, I've got when, it. Cutting when, little bits of the steak, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, when Ed's completing oh, ice cream challenges... Oh, can he not come on Ginger Wisdom oh, every week? Mate, the ice cream challenge, going back to that, <laughs> I fucked up, because they were like, right, so you have to... I think it was like something like two litres of ice cream or something like oh that, God. and they were like, you have to have um, topping on it. And stupidly, I was like, right, I'll have gummy bears, which oh, obviously oh, add to that. No. I know, man, I know, I know. So, yeah, that was like... Do you know, also, it, it makes you cold. Yeah, so you cream, eat yeah. it and it fills you up and you just start shivering. And yeah, I wouldn't, anyone listening, don't try an ice cream challenge. <laughs> With gummy bears. Or do, it's in, uh, where was it? It's in Rhode Island somewhere. In Crud. Yeah, it's good. Nice. In, wait, nice. How long ago was that? 2013 was when uh, I was on Taylor's tour. I love, in my head, that I've just got those pictures of you and two other fat guys from Rhode on this wall. Yeah, well, I mean, I've <laughs> spoken about it before, so I hope someone has... Someone else done it and done it. Yeah, Ace. I lost the T-shirt for it though, so I hope the photo is still up there. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll get you one. I'll print you one out and it says, "I eat lots of ice cream and gummy bears." Yeah, no, I don't do it anymore. But I used to do it. Actually, I, I trained for it. I used to do it at, at, <laughs> at school. I used to like finish school, like they, they, um, co-op. They used to do two pound, two liter tubs of ice cream. Oh my god! Obviously, gosh. I don't think they do them anymore. Everything's gone mental with prices but I used to buy one of them get a spoon and just wow have it in one go yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hell now you've been this was clearly a long-term thing for you yeah you're like, right i trained for it man yeah, yeah. Man. yeah. you're like when i'm on that taylor swift tour i'm gonna show off <laughs> yeah <laughs> man i've gorged on food on that one <laughs> my <laughs> first proper time in america as well america, I, got, I was yeah. on the i was on the snow patrol tour before then and it was my first long period of time in america i'd mm. done probably five american tours before then but they were only like Four weeks since I was there for like six months and discovered just All so many good things, yeah, yeah. yeah. and bad things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Bud Light, Bud, Bud Light. Light. What is that about? Do you know what? It, it, it makes sense when you're there. Yeah, I, I always in uh, over here. I was like, wh what? Why? <laughs> mm -hmm. Why? But man, when you're watching an American football game, you got a hot dog. <laughs> you can drink like twenty of them, and it doesn't really touch the sides. <laughs> they were just so. Uh, where's Cherry for this moderation? Cherry. <laughs> yeah, drink yeah. 10. Drink, just lies. drink 10. <laughs> um, right, and to, so to finish off, um, we have three quick, quiet, quick fire questions that we always ask uh, our guests. Cool. Um, it's about running, um, but uh, we'll get into it. Um, you're on a long run. Mm -hmm. uh, you can have two people with you. Mm -hmm. uh, they can be alive or dead. They can be famous. They can be not famous. Who are you going to take with you as your two people to accompany you? My best mate, Nick and Cherry, I reckon, because they're the two people I do run with. And it's just, I, can you imagine running with like a f even a dead famous person that you've never met before? And there's the awkwardness of like, you're right. Hi. And they're just like, man, I'm just, I just want to have my run. Just, <laughs> just don't, don't talk to me. Whereas like with like Nick, when I go and runs with Nick, I like chat to him the whole time. 
Cherry, I chat to her for the whole time. The only problem with Cherry and Nick is when I run with both of them, because I do, do do that quite a lot, because they're both athletic, they kind of speed off uh, <laughs> and then yeah, just yeah. start sort of chatting together. So I'm always like 10 meters behind, just like, <laughs> breathing hey guys, heavy. come on, <laughs> yeah. slow down. Now you see, that's when you'd wish that Frank Sinatra was with you so yeah. you could have a chat to him. It'd be, be around your pace. Doesn't strike me as a runner. No, but we just assume that they can oh, run. Oh, right, yeah. He's part of the, that I didn't say. You can, uh, this is, Nick and Cherry is a good answer. Yeah. Great answer. But yeah, no, but I'm trying to that. think of it. Robin Williams, I think. Yeah. Great, great chat, I think. Great shout. That'd be good chat. And that would completely take your mind off any kind of running pain you may yeah. have. Or as, long as, as, as long as on the run, they're chatting the whole time to you. Yeah. 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 I think he'd be a good, because he'd just have so many stories. Yeah. 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 And he'd give you that energy that you could just keep running all day long, yeah. kind of yeah. feeding off his energy. He'd be good. That's a great answer. We'll give I've you three then. Nick, Cherry and Robin Williams. Perfect. Yeah, cool. So when Nick and Cherry peel off, you and Robin can Me just chat at the yeah. back. I reckon Amazing. we'd be at the same pace as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wicked. I miss Robin Williams. I do. Yeah. I, I feel him. like he was my mate. I do, yeah. There's a, some, a couple of days a year, I just remember that he's not around anymore. I just get really sad. Mm. His, but his, his range of abilities as well. Like we, 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 when you go from like Hook to Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. to like Goodwill Hunting yeah. to Insomnia and yeah. twin, uh, what, one hour photo and stuff, just yeah, so cool. Yeah. And then his stand up and his improv and just oh, man, all of it. I've been watching a lot of Richard Pryor stand up recently. Ace. I think he's great. And Chappelle. And Bill Burr, man. Oh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr's Ace. great. Do you listen to his podcast? I do, yeah. It's I listen brilliant. to him and Joe, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's is good. And yeah. then he's off and on Joe Rogan as well, so it's like the good Yeah, yeah. Good Best of both. Yeah. Mm. Great. That's a great answer. Great answer. Um, right. Uh, second one. Um, there's only one song on your running playlist. What is it? Oh, um, at the minute. It's not like Desert Island Disc. Just right at this moment in time, what's, what's American the Pie, Don McLean. Because oh, it's one of my great. favorite songs and it's 10 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say it's long. So, so you can have... And it's not like a boring 10-minute, like, meandering song. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are some, like, 10-minute songs out there that are, like, three-minute song, <laughs> seven-minute yeah, yeah. jam. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a story. So, yeah. yeah, I'd say that one. Good answer. And, uh, and it's also a good one for, like, singing along to at the top of your voice. I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great. And finally, um, you've done a big race. It's your first marathon, right? What is the thing... It can be a person, it can be a meal, it can be a drink. What is it at the finish line that is pulling you through those last miles? I think I think probably right now, if I was to do it, probably the medal. Yeah. Just to be like, I've done it. I think that would be the one. The one. If I'd done a couple, I'd be like, oh, a pint of this or like yeah. a, a pizza or, or, or something, which I, I doubt a pizza is that easy to eat after that, right? Ah, you can't no. eat for a while. No, no I, think, I think literally just the very fact of doing it, mm -hmm. I've just... Achieving it, yeah. So the medal will mean a lot because some people aren't asked about the medal, really. So the medal will mean a lot. I, I wouldn't be asked second or third time, but I'm sure the first time you guys did a marathon, that was like the thing. You were yeah. like, Incredible. I want to finish it. I keep all of mine. I'm, I, yeah. I, yeah, they're all on display. I love them all. Yeah. Yeah. It was for me. It was. You're really making me want to do one now. But I really yeah. I really. I, I need to. It's. I mean, it's a lot of training, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. But it's doable. Like, listen. I'm gonna ginger wisdom back at you all. If you move rocks instead of mountains, you'll right. get there. <laughs> That's not what the quote was. It was. If you like move that. rocks instead of mountains. <laughs> so, shall I just do ten miles and eleven miles and twelve miles? Yeah, and exactly. Just that. build it up. Take just as long up. as you need. Don't matter about time. Has Cherry ever done one? Cherry's not really interested in it. Okay. No. Nick's done a few. Yeah. Nick's done a few. I don't think Nick's done one in a while. Well, yeah. We, I cannot, we can always 
stay on the same training plan and exchange uh, emails and yeah, like I stay don't on think it. I think I'd <laughs> let me ch- let, let me see let me see how the, I've got to start this next album and uh, just. Oh, do you make music, you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I haven't really touched... This whole month, I haven't touched an instrument. All I've done is paint and run. So, um, yeah, I need to to start getting the wheels in motion for the next one. And then then I can start planning out other things. Well, I mean, like like we've said before, me and you, Ed, there's... There's lots of life to be lived in for stuff, so yeah, there's, there's plenty of time for you to run a marathon. We, I mean, you could break the world record. The guy was a hundred, um, yeah. used to sing there. I definitely, I think I'd want to do it before I was fifty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, things start to get creaky. I expect yeah, as you knees get older. and that is tough in it at that age. But no, man, that's ace. That you, the, the medal, the achievement itself, would be the thing. That's that's great. Mm. That's really good. We've I had definitely. I wouldn't do anything in Europe though. I think if I was to do it, I'd do it in Asia somewhere. Nice. Somewhere not hot though. Okay. Japan in like. There's one in March. Tokyo. I went. There's a big one in Tokyo. So, see, I do that. I fucking love Japan. Yeah, love it. Nice. Okay. It's When's it, that? It, it was funny because Japan used to be the one country I hadn't had big success in. So I used to holiday there all the time. Nice. And f- f- fell in love with there, and then Shape of You ended up being really big there. And now it's like I, the north of Japan. I'm good. Tokyo can't really. Tokyo, oh, right. Tokyo and Osaka, I'm kind of right. Yeah, <laughs> can't really blend in there. Well, anymore. I'm sure we could find somewhere. I'm saying like I'm coming now. We're, we're all, we're <laughs> He's having himself yeah. in. Mate, I, I, I promise you, if 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 I if I do it, we'll do it together. Ace. Yeah, that would be that would be great. Um, well, Ed, thank you so much for speaking. Yeah, to thank, you for coming. thank you. Um, to the pub. Yeah, to the pub. <laughs> yeah. Um, if only you could see what I see, listener. But uh, it is ju- it's just gorgeous here. Uh, thank you for inviting us into our house and what, making a cup of tea. There. That picture. <laughs> <laughs> the statue. Yeah, just all of it. I'm looking right at the bar, which is making me thirsty the whole way through all of it. Do you want a beer? Ah, I'll have a drink, yeah. Cool. Do you, wanna, do you want a half and half? Yeah, well, let's have a half and half. Cool. Um, you've been listening to uh, Behind the Medal. Uh, we're going to go uh, have a drink uh, with Ed Sheeran next week on the podcast. Uh, we're going to do uh, play darts with Simply Red. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs>